How the world's most seamless photo sharing platform, Spot My Photos, tackles today's culture of instant gratification. Partnering with the Headshot Booker, Spot My Photos partnered with over 200 photographers at over 100 nationwide Brookfield Properties locations to provide 10,000 headshot photos to job seekers displaced by the COVID-19 crisis to include with the resumes. On LinkedIn, for example, people who include headshots on LinkedIn receive 21 times more profile views. You might be asking yourself, what is Spot My Photos? <laughs> so let's talk to somebody extraordinary. Today we're talking to the CEO, Ryan Jacobs. But before that, put yourself as a guest at an event and a photographer asks to snap a photo of you. And you might be thinking, maybe if I'm lucky, I can email the photographer and I can see my photo at some point. But with Spot My Photos, photographers can send attendees custom branded versions of their photos in real time for every photo they appear in throughout the event just by getting their phone number once. So we're talking about their recent partnership with Canon and all that good stuff, but beyond the product, Ryan is going to talk to us about the challenges of a startup, advice for raising money, and Ryan is going to give entrepreneurs advice on building a business plan and how to wake up every day and do what you love. Welcome to Funktastic Chats. I'm your host, Mike Zabrin, and each week I meet up with industry leaders within the creative field to help you build your brand, automate your business to allow more time for what you love, how to convert more leads, and how to thrive at what you do. You are extraordinary, and you're going to love what we've got for you today. Don't go anywhere. Today we're talking to CEO of Spot My Photos by CloudSpotter, Ryan Jacobs. Spot My Photos allows photographers to privately and automatically send attendees custom branded versions of their photos, either in real time or at a scheduled future point in time. In most instances where used, professional event photos are accessible on the phones of those photographed within five seconds of being snapped. Spot My Photos is licensed to event organizers, photographers, photo booth companies, venues, and other photo industry partners. Ryan is also a founding member at the 10,000 Headshots Initiative. This past summer, operating under the name of the Headshot Booker, the initiative provided professional headshots and confidence to 10,000 job seekers displaced by the COVID-19 crisis. They collaborated with over 200 partner photographers at over 100 nationwide Brookfield properties on what was a deeply meaningful single day initiative. So we're talking to the CEO, Ryan Jacobs. Hey, Ryan, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Mike. It's great to be here. I enjoyed listening to your first podcast in the series with Party Slate, and I'm, I'm thrilled to be here with you. Oh, yeah. We have a mutual friend. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get into that for sure. I want to know, what's a day in the life of Ryan Jacobs? What are the different hats that you wear as a CEO of a tech company? Well, first of all, I'd say a day in the life for me is I live and breathe this business. It's been a passion of mine. It's always on my mind. Content shifts from day to day, and the contents of my day has definitely shifted relative to what it was like pre-COVID. And so I guess my days now are a little bit different than they were. Either way, I wear a full range of hats. My strengths and, uh, and my interests tend to lie in business development, partner support, and product management. And so those tend to be the areas that I put most of my time into. 
but I also work on other aspects of the business. Yesterday, I was working on a, a new marketing video for our licensees that highlights some of the contactless photo sharing that we do. And last week, I was working with a partner at the law firm that, that we engage with on a continuation in part for one of our patents. Like the, the variety, definitely shifts day to day. And as the business progressed, what types of tasks did you find you were able to outsource that you necessarily weren't able to do at the beginning of Spot My Photos? Yeah. At the beginning, obviously, you're a small operation and you do everything. At a certain point, our business began to take on a life of its own. Different people that I hired began contributing their ideas to the business and things just, like I said, they, they took on a life of their own. One of the coolest areas that I was able to entrust others to, to work with was in product development and then also in support for conferences. You know, we, we could talk more about how Spot My Photos evolved, but I do want to mention that at a certain point, we made the leap from fulfilling local events in Chicago to being a scalable platform that people could use anywhere. And I came across, by way of introduction, someone that was operating out of Texas, running a company called Made at Events, who had experience turning technologies into commercially viable products. And that was a big inflection point for us as a company. And for me personally, when I was able to turn to Sean and Amy Kelly down in Dallas to leverage their experience in adding new features to our product, and then essentially they helped us to go to market with conference support as well, as, as I was able to entrust other people to run with important parts of our business. And Spot My Photos, they did start in Chicago, right? It depends on when you say we started. We definitely have some of our DNA that's connected to Atlanta, to a business I was running down there. And then the main thrust of the concept formed while I was at business school in Ann Arbor. But, but we did incorporate and start growing in Chicago and spent the first five years of our incorporated life in Chicago. Well, we do have a mutual friend from the Chicago area, and she was a recent guest on the podcast, Julie Novak, the CEO of Party Slate. And Party Slate is a website that actually inspires people planning events and connects them with the leading event professionals and venues across the country and the world. And brides, grooms, gala chairs, and others use Party Slate to browse thousands of curated photos to find ideas and trends for their next event. And people can save their favorite photos and then discover and contact local event professionals who can really bring their party to life. So now that sending photos to people is an absolute breeze with Spot My Photos, you as the photographer can really now spend the time to build your business, build your digital presence by uploading them into galleries in Party Slate. But Ryan, being Julie's first startup, Party Slate was something for her where she was building the model and obsessing about Party Slate for, I think, about five years before she quit her executive job. And I was wondering for you, what was the process as far as turning Spot My Photos into a full-time passion and career like it is today? So I think it's interesting that you bring up Julie. She's obviously in the events industry. And I knew Julie. I met with Julie before she left Vibes. And she told me about her idea for Party Slate. And in a similar way, I have been ruminating on, on this concept for Spot My Photos for a long time. In terms of the process for turning it from a full-time passion to a career, it's been a passion for 15 years in, in different ways where I've thought about it. But it wasn't until I was in business school and had the luxury of time there that I was able to really map it out, see different directions that it could go. And I decided that I didn't want to operate with regrets. This is something that I wanted to pursue coming out of school. We built an initial platform 
in Ann Arbor. And then we ran an R&D unit in Chicago when I moved oh, back wow. to Chicago. And we, we were sending out photographers to, to shoot at events with this technology that we had. But it was still at that point very much a passion. I was putting more money into the business than was coming out. And it really wasn't until probably about two years ago that it solidified into what was a career. It was scalable, commercially viable, and where we were interacting with other photo industry partners in a way that enabled me to think of it as a career. There's one common theme between all of the different startup CEOs that I've talked to is that it all starts from the love of it. It all starts as a passion. Nobody just sets into it just to make money right out of the gate. They do it because at this point, they've thought about it and obsessed about it for so long that they can't see themselves doing anything else. That kind of the feeling that you got too? That's definitely the feeling. I think for me, certainly the events industry is a passion of mine, but I think what I'm more passionate about is just solving problems. And so I think that a lot of the things that I've done with CloudSpotter and some of the other entrepreneurial projects and companies that I've been involved with um, has been that process of, of problem solving, which can be applied elsewhere. But in particular, sure, the events industry is something that I've known. I'm passionate about people, about community, about memories. And uh, I've just always had this itch that there, there has to be a better way. I saw there was an, an inconsistency with what people wanted and what people were getting. And uh, to a great extent, technology has been able to allow definitely us, but any business, to get closer to addressing those underlying consumer needs and preferences. Yeah, as creatives, one of the things that we want to be able to do is be able to share our work with the world. You know, in my case, a musician getting my music heard or an artist. I went to school for music, but I went to Columbia College in Chicago. So I was around creatives just all the time from different industries. A photographer being able to showcase their work at the speed of a smartphone, which is really revolutionary. And photographers all over have added spot my photos to their workflow. Can you talk to me about your background and how it eventually led you to start spot my photo? Sure. So I would say at the time, it, it didn't seem like there was a clear, like there was a clear connection between some of the things that I was working on. But in retrospect, a lot of the things that I was working on in college and right after college led exactly to spot my photos. For me, it was really the vantage point that I got being in both the events industry as well as the event photography industry. Coming out of college, I, I had run a startup that was it was really just that had all the links relevant to students in one place, and we did it for Emory. And one component of that was we had some galleries for people's event photos. I saw an opportunity to use some of the new technologies to create our own event photography company. So I, I had some early experience working with technology, starting a campus event photography company. And then immediately after college, I, I was fortunate to, to join forces with some folks that were running a large-scale event production company. They ran a huge New Year's party, big Halloween party, and I was able to help them to grow the business, to infuse it with a younger generation. They were both a little bit older than me, and we were able to use some cool new technologies. And so I guess through all of this, I was working with photos, and it was clear to me that there needed to be a better way to access photos faster. It was clear that there's a time value to photos, that, that people want them right away, but there wasn't a clear way to do that. So I realized that there was a future uh, in what I thought was automated private photo sharing. I saw it as inevitable. It was clear to me that camera manufacturers weren't don't doing it, but smartphone capabilities were going there pretty quickly. 
And there was just a gap in the marketplace. iFi, which, which were those orange Wi-Fi SD cards, was an early mover working to enable seamless sharing of photos. And we also saw that some people were hacking into Canon cameras. There was a company that your warranty would be voided, but they would enable your camera to use Wi-Fi outside of, of the controlled use that the camera manufacturers were, were offering. These things helped me to see the opportunity. So the juices were flowing. It took me a few more years to actually do it as other technologies emerged. But that was the impetus for, for bringing Spot My Photos to market. So I'm a guest at an event and somebody, a photographer takes a picture of me. I enter my phone number once. I give it to my phone number to the photographer once. And then the rest of the night, I will have on my cell phone pictures of me at the event throughout the entire evening. And people are used to facial recognition technology from smartphones. It recognizes your face. You hold your face up to it and it opens your phone. But actually, Spot My Photos, up until recently, I know you guys have another option that you guys launched recently, but it's the farthest thing from facial recognition and it uses other types of patterns to deliver photos. What are those patterns and how does it play into privacy for people who are getting their picture taken? Okay. So the short answer of how this is accomplished, we we were initially using a methodology of face detection plus pattern recognition. And there were a few factors coming into play which led to that decision. The first was a core value. Privacy was very important to me personally, as well as from my experience operating an event photography business, I knew how important privacy was. We get calls of people asking that photos be removed because in trying to get photos to people automatically and get them their photos and not other people's photos, facial recognition is the obvious answer. However, it was creepy back in 2014. It was associated with Facebook. So Facebook is, you know, was not very private. And we wanted to be the opposite of that. We wanted to use everything but facial recognition to begin with because of how people looked at facial recognition and because we incorporated in Illinois and Illinois has the strictest biometric privacy laws. We had put the challenge to developers, both at the University of Michigan and Northwestern University, How do we deliver photos to people rapidly and in an automated fashion without using facial recognition? And so one of the methodologies that had come out of Northwestern was to use face detection and pattern recognition. It's called scale invariant feature transformation. And it looks at at color spectrum and features. And uh, it was pretty neat. Of course, there were drawbacks to this. And sometimes people wouldn't get all the photos that they were in. Or if people were all, you know, wearing the same team shirt or men's formal wear, there would be issues. So eventually we did migrate to using facial recognition, but still leverage components of our old platform and use contextual information as well as some of these methods to to what we call go beyond facial recognition. So I'm sorry if that was long-winded, but... No, that's that's great. So as far as the privacy is concerned, the photo sharing system is only at the event or the company level. In other words, I'm not going to go to a wedding in Chicago, Spot My Photos is hosting the event, and then go to a wedding in Indiana the, the next night or something, and Spot My Photos right. is going to remember my face from the night before, right? It's Right. So it's private based on the event. Also, no recognition takes place until the, the attendee that wants to receive your photos clicks through requesting them. 
What about the photographers that don't want to deliver their photos right away because they want to edit them? Is it possible to add branding to the event? Is it possible to add the photographer credit? Is it possible to go back and edit it? What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? All of the above. So to answer your question on customization, yes, we call those overlays and we allow operators to custom brand a gallery so that when you're looking at a gallery, it could be on brand with the theme of the event, which is neat. As far as a photographer preference in either delaying the sharing of a gallery or, or if they want to edit photos, these are things that can be done on our platform. We've got an instant sharing mode, and then we have a couple moderated sharing modes where in a lot of cases, like case of a wedding, a photographer can be doing spot my photos and spotting people, registering people during the event. But instead of receiving their gallery, they'd receive a text that says that they've been spotted. And as soon as the photographer finishes processing the photos, they'll receive a link to their gallery. Our platform is collaborative. So we are seeing that some photographers, as they're shooting, they've got team members that can be editing photos and then uploading only approved photos. And in some cases, if there's, let's say, an event where they don't want to share photos until the end, a photographer can decide at what point they want to send out a message that gives everyone the gallery link. I have to imagine this has to save just a ton of admin time on the photographer's end and allows them to focus more on what they love, which is taking the photos. Have, have photographers reached out to you and let you know how much admin time they've saved using Spot My Photos? Yeah, people love Spot My Photos. It, it cuts out all the work of sending photos and galleries later and satisfies that need for instant gratification that people have, whether it's a client or individual attendees. The most common question asked to photographers is, when can we see the photos? Where are the photos going to be? And with Spot My Photos, you could say, check your phone. Or at the end of the event, you'll receive them. Definitely cuts down on time there. That's amazing. Being a wedding professional myself, I think sometimes I annoy photographers. I'm like, hey, are the pictures ready? Are the pictures ready? Are the pictures ready? And sometimes I think if I message them on Instagram or LinkedIn or something, I'll get a different answer. But it's nice to know that whenever they're ready, they just get shot to my phone. I see a lot of photo booths at events. And it's nice. It gives guests the chance to leave the dance floor for a moment. But to be a guest and to be captured during a special moment, let's say you just saw your friend at a cocktail hour you haven't seen in 10 years, and then to get a photo five seconds later, there's actually a statistic, 97% of users view their photo gallery during the event. So I assume that there just has to be this huge entertainment value that is just upping the excitement and prestigiousness of these types of events. People take the time to take pictures, and uh, no one wants to wait. For their photos. And if you could be delivering photos in real time, there's definitely an entertainment value to it. And uh, we call this interactive photography. Photo booths to begin with are, are interactive. And uh, there's nothing not to like about receiving your photo now instead of in a few days or not receiving it at all. During the COVID era is when I really use this time to focus on how can I make my business better through expanding things like my digital presence social media, new music we learn. Has Spot My Photos used this time to double down on either expanding the business or building new technology? Those two things are where we have doubled down. We've worked on building new technology, different optimizations within our platform, new features, lots of that relate to COVID specifically. Spot My Photos is contactless to begin with, but we added the ability for people to self-register through QR codes or through links that could be sent 
in advance, during, or after an event. So yes, I'm building new technology and features. And then in terms of expanding the business, obviously there aren't as many events going on. We still see events every week, but you know we're seeing maybe 10% of what we had been seeing. So at this time, it's, it's a great time for collaboration with some of our partner companies and, uh, and with other photo industry players. So we've looked at integrations. We've done some really fun projects enabling people to use our technology in different ways. Speaking of integrations, I saw a really awesome YouTube video of Spot My Photo on Canon's YouTube channel. And I know Spot My Photo works for any camera with an SD card, but you guys recently partnered with Canon. And I read that you got to sit down with their engineers. What is special about the Canon integration in, in particular? So it, it was a milestone for the industry. And I'll talk about that in a second. But really what Spot My Photos does is two things. We get photos to the cloud, and then we get photos to those that they're relevant to. The first part, getting photos to the cloud, is surprisingly difficult. There are a lot of things that can go wrong. And so we literally had tried everything to do this. We made the decision to invest in Wi-Fi SD card technology. And literally, like the day that we uh, debuted this at a conference, we were approached by Canon, who wanted to speak about directly integrating with their camera. Huh, and, I was going to ask you about that, yeah. Yeah, it was an incredible moment. And uh, it was awesome. We uh, worked with their engineers and uh, were able to pull off an integration in less than a month. And we debuted it at CES that following January. So it was a big moment for us in terms of legitimacy for our, for our company. But also, it showed how cameras could become cloud-enabled. And this represented the first time that a third-party application directly integrated with the operating system of a camera. Wi-Fi has been around for these cameras for years, but they've been closed systems that can't do fun stuff. They can't integrate with other cloud platforms. So we, we helped to develop that solution with Canon and are proud to say that as of May 2019, all Canon cameras out of the box are compatible with Spot My Photos. We have these SD cards that we're still shipping out to people. But for those that have Canon cameras, particularly now the R5 and the R6, which are awesome mirrorless uh, cameras, they can connect directly to our app and to our platform. I think everybody remembers those milestone moments in their career and being approached by one of the biggest camera companies in the world has got to be something you will always remember as the CEO of, of Spot My Photos. What was their, what do they say? What do they say yeah, to you? When it, they was, it was awesome. And I think there's a lesson to be learned here. When I was at this conference and we were approached, I remember I was being defensive. At first, I didn't want to share with them all that we were doing because people in the industry, sometimes you don't want to show all your cards. But met some great folks over there, Ricardo Chen and, and Mike Gurley, working with them. They, they moved like a startup, and we moved quickly on several initiatives. Following our time together at CES, we worked together at Imaging, and, and they hired some Spot My Photos photographers as well as their own. We did an event where Spot My Photos was being used, and it was just blowing the minds of the people that were there because it was an audience of photographers. We really enjoyed working with them. And yes, to your point, that's something that I'll never forget. And we continue to work up with Canon on several initiatives. There are so many photographers that have become ambassadors for Spot My Photos because they love the product so much. Did, did you see the same reaction that you got with Canon from other photographers also at, at that event? Yeah. Or just in general? Yeah. Yeah. There is a universal aha wow moment that accompanies the first time that someone receives photos 
in an automated private way where boom, seamlessly you're sending photos to someone's phone, they're branded, and then they could turn around and take a picture with a different photographer and then pull off a magic trick and show the person next to them, boom, this is on my phone. It's incredible. So that's been fun. And when people see it and experience it, they enter that futuristic photo sharing world and become a part of our community. Well, regardless of profession or what industry you're in, COVID-19 sent millions of Americans to the unemployment line without warning. That's why Spot My Photos partnered with Headshot Booker and Brookfield Properties to coordinate the largest single-day photo initiative to provide 10,000 unemployed Americans nationwide with a free professional headshot to include with their resumes and post to job sites such as LinkedIn. According to LinkedIn, people who include headshots receive 21 times more profile views and nine times more connection requests. So Ryan, talk to me about the partnership about providing Spot My Photos to over 200 photographers to make this happen. This was an incredible project, probably one of those projects in my life that I'm most proud of. It involved people that I had been working with and that I had wanted to work with for quite some time. And obviously COVID hit in April, Peter Hurley and Tony Tafe, who are a part of the headshot crew, said they wanted to do this. This was Tony's brainchild, that he wanted to do 10,000 headshots, leverage all these photographers, deliver them to people that day, and accomplish this all, this whole project in one day. And so they wanted to uh, leverage the Spot My Photo system, wanted to see if I wanted to be involved. And the answer was yes. It was a winning idea from the start. It had a feel-good component. It was a natural fit for using our technology. I've never seen a project come together so quickly in line with the original vision. And I've never seen a project that when asked if other people would be involved, where every single person or company or or industry sponsor that that we asked said yes. And so it was uh, meaningful. Photographers were hurting, wanting to get out there and they wanted to do something for their community individuals had lost jobs. It was a very uncertain time. And this was one way that we were able to help people by delivering confidence to them, by by giving them the kind of headshots that might cost a company $500 or up for their C-suite. And that quality was delivered to people that needed it most. Wow. And you guys also partnered with Brookfield Properties to set up vacant spaces within their malls all across the country for you to use. Is that right? It was incredible. So I've got to give credit to Lauren Lieberman, who I believe had done work with Brookfield. The biggest operational question was how the heck are we going to do this with different people's venues? How are we going to make sure it's safe? Do we really want people going into all these studios? How do we deal with social distancing? And so Lauren had gotten Brookfield on board and they were an incredible partner. They got behind the effort with their social media channels, with bringing in other people, with inviting people to it, talking to the media. It was great. A lot could have gone wrong. And we didn't want to be on the news for being a super spreader event. It was done well. I'm so proud of of how it came together. It just took on a life of its own. And uh, yeah, it was an awesome project. Well, instead of being on the news for that, you guys were actually featured on the Today Show for helping 10,000 people create a new digital handshake to help them find a job. What goes through your mind when you see this project on the Today Show and all of the people that you've helped? It was emotional. It was photographers doing what they could to help. There was just a feel-good atmosphere. And again, it was meaningful just 
reading about people, even after people would write us that they got a new job and they love their headshot and it really helped. You have forged so many meaningful partnerships with different companies, different photographers in the wedding industry. And as a musician marketing myself throughout the years, I could tell you that as a musician, you need to be seen. <laughs> and that means making yourself available to play whatever clubs, showcases, having great profiles on sites like Party Slate, or having great audio and video quality. What are some of the best strategies that has worked for Spot My Photos to get new technology in the hands of photographers? A great strategy for us has been to let people experience it, period. Put the camera and system in the hands of a photographer and then let them go do their thing. And it's like a, a toy. They're in like a candy store, just having a blast with it. I, I want to answer the question, though, from the perspective of a photographer, which, which is more analogous to event professionals. What is neat about Spot My Photos is that, yeah, it's a cool technology and people love receiving their photos, but it opens up the door for interaction between the photographer and potential clients. So Spot My Photos is really a lead development tool. It's a business development tool. And we have partners that have done very well with taking the time to interact with people. If you're at an event and photographer and shooting with Spot My Photos and, and someone is impressed with it, we encourage photographers to talk to them and say, so what do you think? Is this your first time experiencing this? Where can you envision this being used? And that type of conversation leads to engagements for photographers. And I would say to the same point for other event professionals that have different services, when you see that you've made an impression on someone, rather than just move along, take the time to interact with them. And uh, by no means am I encouraging anyone to open up a hot dog stand at one of their clients' events and start passing out flyers and selling their services. But, but if you are covering what you need to for the client, the rest of your energy tactfully should be spent looking for avenues where you might be able to develop business. You need to do that in order to, to grow your business and uh, grow your clientele. What do you say to the entrepreneurs who are building a business plan for their first startup? Some startup owners are very forthcoming with me here saying that their startup won't be profitable for years to come. How much of an investment in your experience in the beginning is too much? What's the right amount? What advice do you have on that? My advice would certainly be to, to follow your passion, whatever that means. If people are happy and truly engaged by what they're working on, you're, you're going to be more likely to succeed. In terms of building a business plan for a startup, I'd say before jumping in, definitely think it out from different angles. I would advise that people get a whiteboard and just start mapping things out and uh, making tweaks here and, and there. And then I would encourage someone to do research and look to see what else is out there. And some people would see, oh, this is already being done. Just because something's already being done or being done in a similar way, that doesn't mean it's not a good idea. To the contrary, it means it is a good idea and that there's market validation for it. And by reading up on, on what other people are doing, particularly with startups, by reading up, you'll see, oh, this is interesting. This person's doing this too, but instead of doing this, they're doing this. Why are they doing that? Oh, that's interesting you'll make tweaks to the things that you had originally whiteboarded and thought through. So I would encourage everyone to iterate and prototype your vaporware or your business model in your own head before you start building it, because that could be very expensive to then backtrack and, and do different things. So I would say to, to think it out, 
Another advice would be to talk to other people. A lot of people think, I, I don't want to tell anyone. I'm going to make someone sign an NDA. I'm going to do this or that. And NDAs, in, in some cases, definitely make sense. But what I would say is that you really need to be strategic with who you speak with. Talk to people that have different vantage points. You can get different perspectives. And then at a certain point, you'll decide that this is worth pursuing. And if you are pursuing something, I would encourage you to find other like-minded individuals, a community, an innovation hub like 1871, or in our case now, Embark Collective in Tampa, that you could be a part of that has supporting resources to help you to succeed. That's what I would encourage people to do. I got to say, Ryan, you are the whole reason why I decided to start this podcast. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why, because I went to school for, for music, but there were zero business classes offered in music school. And the way that I've been learning is from people like you coming on here and, and, and sharing this information with me. So I hope this is going to be a, a long relationship between you and I. You have so much experience outside of Spot My Photo, like Dell and Microsoft, whether it's marketing strategy, product strategy. Did these positions that you've had in your background teach you these vital steps in creating a business? So I, I wouldn't say those particular experiences did, but other experiences were, were very valuable. I, I spent some time working with a Chicago-based company called Sandbox Industries, and, uh, and I learned a ton from, from Darren Newfield and Jordy Gamson in Atlanta, who were the founders of Spiral Entertainment, who I joined, and they, they were gracious in taking me under their, their wing. But any experience that people have allows them to learn, and I would equate different roles and jobs and, and different projects, it's almost like a form of dating. And when you're experiencing these different things, there's some things that you learn that you like, some things that you learn that you don't, some things that you learn about yourself, your strengths and your weaknesses. And that stuff all becomes a part of, of your journey. So yeah, I, I would say that all, all of my past experiences have contributed into to who I am. And, uh, and the same is the case for everyone else. So I would encourage people to, if you have something that you're passionate about that you're thinking, should I do this? Should I not? Go for it. I always encourage people to try things, but there, there's also a cost to trying things. And, and I would encourage people to think it out and uh, think about how much money something might potentially cost. Totally jumping into an entrepreneurial endeavor that might have on relationships, particularly the people that might depend on you, who might you know care about you. The stress that you have also becomes their stress. Those are maybe some things to think about. As far as the types of things to expect when launching a startup, I know you've touched on a few, but whether it's an emotional investment, a time investment, a financial investment, and then what do you do when things go wrong? Things will go wrong, as we all know. It's hard because you are putting in a lot of energy trying to make something go right. And so it could definitely be frustrating. But similarly to some of the other things that we've talked about, it's a learning experience along the way you learn from the things that go wrong. You learn about yourself. And I would advise that you know your weaknesses and work to strengthen them or find others that can complement your strengths in the process. But it's hard. I had the luxury of, of thinking about Spot My Photos in business school. It's not like I, I left a full-time job. So Spot My Photos officially launched seven years ago. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. If you can go back in time to 2014, when you first launched your company, what is one thing that you learned over the years that you would go back and tell your past self? 
probably a lot of things. I had a time machine. If I had DeLorean, I would say one thing, if you are creating a digital startup where you're going to need significant capital, I would advise everyone to not raise money and try to operate a business at the same time. Take the time to focus on raising money. Take a systematic approach to raising money. Just Google it. There are a lot of services and methods for doing so. It's going to be a numbers game and it's going to be a journey. A great company called Founder Suite. I would advise anyone to check out. The first person you talk to that says they're in is that's it's toughest to get to that point. But once you do, it's easier for other people to go in on the venture as well. And then at a certain point, it becomes very easy for other people to, to jump in. You're already raising money with these people. I'm in as well. I'm in as well. And so I would also advise raising more than you think you need. In our case, we did a, a few rounds and it was never my goal to raise that much money. I thought that we'd reinvest money that was coming into the business and we've done that. But, but the times that we have raised money, we would have definitely been better off raising more. And the incremental time it would have taken to raise more money then wouldn't have been as great as going out and starting a whole nother round, which we did a few times as well. Ryan Jacobs, thank you so much for talking with us today. Thanks for coming on the podcast. You can go to www.spotmyphotos.com. It works with any camera with an SD card. And if you have a Canon camera, you just got a new tool to play with. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I can't wait to stay in touch with you and talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Mike. And that was Ryan Jacobs of Spot My Photos. Go to www.spotmyphotos.com. And if you click on the licensing tab there, they have annual, monthly, and pay-per-event plans catered to a variety of needs. Photographers all across the country are using Spot My Photos. And it's really a pioneer in automated private photo sharing. And I don't think there's a more dedicated team out there, people who are constantly improving ways on how people are gaining access to their photos. Thank you for joining us. My name is Mike Zabrin. And if you love the podcast, hey, do me a favor. Go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Tell me what you think of the show. Be safe, be extraordinary, and we'll see you next week.